At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening, Rifters! This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules to enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Remy, Dungeon Master and a player on the Riftwake podcast. I'm Mitch, a player on Riftwake and a D&D enthusiast. And today's topic is bounties. Mitch, what is a bounty? The quicker picker-upper. Bounty. <laughs> Thank you. How about in a D&D context, though? Uh, a financial reward for somebody who what? is wanted by someone. Usually a criminal, but not always true. True. Yeah. Like, so the uh, denotative definition is a sum paid for killing or capturing a person or animal. So, how might that be relevant in a D&D game? Well, you could find out one of your your party members is disliked by a lot of people and there's a bounty out on them. And then you turn that guy in to collect the reward and then later break him out. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing that uh, might happen. <laughs> uh, for more information on that example, listen to the Rift Wake podcast. Uh, arc three, arc three episode. Something. Yeah, two or three. Four-ish. Yeah, it's pretty know. early in there, yeah. Somewhere between two and four. I still think we should have left him in jail. I mean, yeah, but then we would have never heard the end of it from Caden. Or Nathan, for that matter. Yeah. You're not going to get an argument on the point from me, though. All right, anyway. So the idea of capturing or killing a person or animal for coin is honestly a pretty common trope in D&D. And yet, it's something that a lot of dungeon masters will kind of treat and like set it or forget it, or just not actually really establish rules on how such a thing might be used. So before I go into my typical rants and examples and charts and such, uh, can you think of any ways of how bounties might actually get used in a more detailed system in a D&D game. 
Yeah, I mean, you could put bounties out for the bad guys, and that way you give your party, like, mini-quests. Absolutely. And honestly, this is something that I really, really wish that Dungeon Masters would just make more use of in just making even just the absolute basics of a system to just have there be some kind of place where a bounty can be set and then later potentially collected if you know the players are on the other sides of things but just have some type of bounty office like some place because historically i mean well not just historically but i mean any system can have a lot of variations and how bounties might work so you could choose to make bounties an individual just puts up a poster that just says hey like i want this guy's head dead or alive and it simply says you know the person that they want how much they're willing to give you for it and that might be that like that is a system technically but it's one that would be a bit chaotic for my taste but even that is enough to be something but even with something like that then you run into potential problems of if anyone can just put up a flyer for a bounty then there's no system uh sorry like you know capital s or like any form of government that is looking over any type of these bounties so that might mean that maybe the person who posted this style of bounty may not have the gold to actually pay it. they might just be putting a death sentence on someone's head just because they personally dislike them and not because of any actual crime or reason so honestly just doing individuals posting bounties is one that is doable but i would not recommend so going a step farther have there be just some form of law stuff you know just uh, law enforcement so whether that is you know just guards or some larger system again up to you as a dungeon master so what you could do with that though is okay so let's say that the, you have guards in a DD world but as we talked about in our episode on guards uh the stat block that is given for typical guards in fifth edition isn't great like a level one adventurer is probably going to beat up a guard so if you actually have strong individuals in your world then yeah it's real easy for them to be beyond the abilities or skills of typical guards so having regular you know street level whatever you want to call it situations dealt with by guards and then posting bounties on known threats that are beyond guards ability would actually be pretty fucking cool because that could be an interesting way for you know good or lawful groups to just make use of that type of situation as a way to potentially make a lot of contacts in law enforcement or just as a way to collect some pretty significant coin potentially depending on how a bounty gets paid out so with that in mind what types of rewards might be possible for a bounty fat loot fat loot so can you think of any 
ways of how you can go about that? Uh, you could either personalize it or just have general, hey, go kill this guy and get a deck of many things or something. I don't oh, know. Jesus Christ. Terrible prize. I would, <laughs> I, mean, I would pull so many cards. <laughs> Honestly, we need to just do an episode on that at some point. I'm writing that down now. Give me a sec. Kind of amazed that that wasn't already on the list, actually. I kind of am, too. Yeah. I'd just uh, screw, I guess. Dead of anything. Okay. There I pull know. every card. I hope that I'm not there. It'll be episode one of the next arc. You know what? That'd be TPK an interesting right away. That'd be an interesting way to start an arc. You're just in a situation, new characters, just you are a group that has found the deck of many things. Go. Hey guys, you wanna play poker? <laughs> here, draw your cards. Honestly, we should talk to Josh about that. So like not this campaign, like here, but that would be interesting. <laughs> or maybe that might just be like a holiday one shot. I don't know. We'll see. But I like that idea. Where the fuck was I? Uh, oh, Tony Systems. Right. Okay. Uh, loot. So, yeah. So, the typical thing that most people would probably imagine is the idea of, like, the wanted poster in the Old West, where you might have a picture of some individual, like, you know, wanted $300 or whatever the case is. And honestly, that's not a bad way to go about it in a D&D world. Especially if it is, you know, something that is posted in, like, the equivalent of the sheriff's office, then, yeah, that could just be a thing. And you might even go, like, the classic stereotype of the bounty board, where there might be, like, missions for all intents and purposes that are able to be collected. That works. Or another way, if it is through law enforcement in some form or fashion, then maybe there's the option for loot, like, instead of cash, maybe there is, like, you know, my grandfather's sword could be the payout of a successful mission. And, you know, so maybe that is one way to just kind of give old magic items just in, to a party is by having them be like known rewards available for a mission. So that gives your party a little more flexibility in terms of what kind of loot they might collect, whether that is items or coin or just anything else, maybe even favors. Like, maybe you can just offer and just, like, you know, say an alchemist was robbed and that, you know, if you're able to help them recover the stolen ingredients, then he will supply you with, I don't know, just like 500 gold worth of potions. And you can actually have a lot of fun with that then by just deciding, like, okay, yeah, so we can just get, you know, a 10-pack of healing potions or maybe we can, you know, have this guy make some custom potion for us that just does something just cool or silly or useful. Like just anything that can just invoke creativity from the players for what might be that result could be a useful thing and also could also could be a lot of fun. I think I actually did uh, a mission like that with Josh, one of our old campaigns. Hey, well, it happened. Some, some mission to help out a shopkeeper and got some item back and then we got some fat loot. Right. Like, store credit is a perfectly valid thing to offer, and that's also a good way as a DM that you can help just kind of control what magic items just are available to the party, because it is possible for a DM to, like, make magic item 
creation and shops and all that stuff more out more available but in like a lower magic all the way up to higher magic world just having people willing to give unused items or to offer store credit it really is an easy way just for adm to control the flow of magic items anyway uh next up uh instead of just having it be a branch of law enforcement the next possible system and the one that i myself like is to have its own bounty office so whether that is just like a guild of its own or whether that is just a literal office that might just be just like a shack you know or a closet in town hall again options anything that offers options is a method that i appreciate so having it be an actual office though gives you yet more flexibility in terms of what can be offered and how much might exist and again going back to the stereotype of the bounty board could be a thing in this kind of setup even more easily and again having it be something like a guild again gives you as a dm a lot to play with because you still have the same loot controls that i just talked about but having it be a guild also gives you opportunity for a lot of NPCs, whether these are potential bounty targets, whether these are just other individuals that might be competing with you for bounties. Because how in-depth you want to get is up to you as the dungeon master. Do you want to make just massive lists of bounty targets that you can have you know, your players roll on? Do you want to just make one up? each time they go to the office and they just get their mission every time that they decide to go in and that's just the style of game that you want to play it's up to you like there are a lot of options on how you can go about making use of any of this and that is just again a massive amount of flexibility possible so i am just kind of curious since i've been ranting a lot uh do you have any kind of preference or thoughts based on the options i've said uh, i mean I, i'm always partial to just like the uh you know some sort of guild posting it so that way you know it's an enforceable bounty like you know you're you're gonna get paid yeah and again because it is through some form of legal system again through either law enforcement or a guild then that does imply that there are kind of checks and balances in place to just prove that this is something where they have the ability to pay or maybe even have to prepay a bounty just to be able to post it. That would be one way that you could just make sure that bounties get paid. Yeah, because like otherwise, you know, it could just be some rich dude going, ah, oh, yes, I need you to go kill this guy and here's a million gold. Then you do it and then they're like, ah, no, I'm not going to pay. Right. But honestly, just having, yeah, prepay bounties is also the way that I do it in my own world. Because, again, that just makes the most logical sense. Because that means that the guild doesn't have to chase down the person later. You don't have to worry about a lot of details. But there is still one large potential flaw with a bounty system, which is the possibility of who can a bounty get put on? Like, do you have to commit some form of crime to have a bounty posted on you? Or are there other ways that the bounty can be put placed on 
Like, is it just any rich asshole can just put down 500 gold and just say 500 gold to the person who brings me this person's head? You know, they offended me, you know, or does it actually need to be? Ah, yes, this person is known to have killed at least 12 people. We suspect that he is that they are going to kill someone else soon. So we need them dead or alive as soon as possible. Uh, we suspect that they're in this district. Like, there's a lot of flexible details that you as a DM can play with in any version of these many, many scenarios. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So with all of that said, now, <laughs> can you guess to what extent I have developed a bounty system? Uh... Overextent. That's the extent you did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I basically made a D100 list of just potential reasons for a bounty to get placed on someone. So then I could just pull up a random name and then I can just figure out, okay, here's what and they all did. All those random names are Caden. It's weird. I mean... You can't say the name is, isn't on the list, but not all of them. Yeah, the other half. Gore. <laughs> uh, if only. If only I could place a bounty on Gore from Nime. Uh, unfortunately, I, Remy, do not have that power. At least I certainly have... Well, actually, that, no, that's not true. I just gotta figure out what I need to bribe Josh with. Hmm. Well, put a pin on that for later. Anyway. God damn it! I'm sorry. That just just totally derailed me. Yeah, uh, I do bounty. pretty good at that. You you do you do. All uh, right, my bounties. I remember now. So yeah, like so, like I was saying, I personally did go with the uh, bounty guild, and then prepaid to make it so that okay, it is known. Now, what I chose to do in terms of a bounty getting placed. I have talked at length in the past about how much I love the Zone of Truth spell. 
And this is yet another situation where that might be a particularly handy thing. Because if you mention, okay, this person is suspected for this crime, then that would be a way to do that. Because you are just able to have Zone of Truth. I mean, honestly, this is one situation, again, where a permanent Zone of Truth would be handy as well. Just have that enchanted into just some room in the bounty guild or office. And then you just have any bounty poster just need to submit information in that room. Such and such is suspected of such and such or known to have done such and such. And then just have that be away and then just have smart individuals in world that just like have written the correct questions. Like as much as I am just a D&D maniac, I know that I myself am not smart enough to actually write just all of the questions for perfect interrogations, knowing that a zone of truth is in place. Like, as much as I would like to, just I, Remy, do not have a 20 intelligence, much to my dismay. Ugh, not even close. Probably like a 12 or 13 if I'm lucky. Well, probably 12. I don't know if I'd trust myself to actually be able to learn wizardry. That's a lot of math. Anyway, ugh, today is very tangent. So as I was saying before, I have a D100 list of just things that might be cause for a bounty. And some of them just are terrible things. And a lot of them are normal crimes. Some of them might even be silly. Like maybe you actually do allow bounties for silly things. Because again, not all bounties have to be dead or alive. Maybe you do have bounties where a person just needs some form of punishment but is not to be killed for it. Like maybe they've just caused some type of accident with magic and they need to just get immediately found and brought in so that they can fix whatever mishap has caused. Like you really don't want the person to die in that situation. So yeah, so maybe you have an alive out. Or on the other hand, maybe someone is known for escaping every prison they've been into and so the bounty actually is uh, preferred dead so there is no limit to how you as a dungeon master might do any or all of these things like again just because you have one set of rules in one city doesn't mean that that's going to be the same in just other places in your DD world you can go as complicated or as simple just as you're willing to put in the effort for. So let's go ahead and just continue cranking up all of it then. So, okay, so what would be a step up from a bounty office? Uh, Like a government one? or So kind of mentioned that already. So yeah, the I next got, step up... Mother, yeah. <laughs> does any form of multi-city organization so instead of it just being in a place maybe this is a guild that actually is has franchises or branches just all over the world like or just over the continent that you're on you know whatever you decide on once again so okay let's say that you have you know 15 large cities in your D, &D world 
you can make the choice to have like 15 different sets of laws you can choose to make you know maybe there's five cities that are allied and so those ones have the same set of rules that you make use of but whatever the case if you decide to have a bounty office that has branches the most important aspect of that to me would be the sharing of information because mitch are you aware of the historical method that has been used by most individuals with a bounty to escape said bounty no go anywhere else oh like historically like the reason that you have so many wild west movies with like the stranger that rolls into town with the mysterious past or you know you have the good guy trying to hunt down the bad guy on the run like it is a very common trope for damn good reason because in history that was the easiest way because having just any form of proof of identity is a very modern concept. Most people through human history did not have any form of papers that, you know, they are, you know, X person. And like even even now for all of our modern technology, there are still people just in America that don't have like legal proof of identity or that are just here illegally like there's a lot that like you assume like oh yes of course they would have x but that just is not the case in practicality and in a D world that is more likely to be the case again because of the fact that it is generally framed as a more medieval world again that's debatable whether that's true but that's separate episode talked about that already <sighs> but anyway having a larger bounty office sh the sharing of information is a massively important idea because that is the best defense against someone with a bounty going somewhere else so if you do have all cities in a region cooperate their bounty offices to just share information on all known bounties that's a big deal because that means that instead of potentially having to stay out of one city they might not be welcome on the continent and that has a lot of repercussions for that person's life like the idea of the old-timey outlaw as in literally it's just someone who does not have a place that they can safely call home I mean, there's a lot of emotional weight behind that idea, whether that's something that might have happened to the party that they get put in that kind of situation, or whether they are hunting someone down who is in that situation. Either way allows a lot of interesting storytelling opportunities from a dungeon master. So with all that being said, can you think of any neat things magically that might be of use in regard to bounties you mean like a magic bounty board or something or that could be a thing yeah like this is more just the for fun section mm. so yeah so magical bounty board so what might be the magic of a mount magical bounty board uh automatic updates or something like that like yeah between cities that'd be massively valuable like imagine if you just had just these kinds of connected magic items 
where you know each office just has one of them from a linked set and then everything that goes put that is put on one appears on the rest it's like if someone attaches a piece of paper then a copy of that page appears on all the rest that'd be pretty cool honestly and at the same time that means then that just as bounties get dealt with then you just you know tear the page off and then it would disappear from the rest but there's a good number of things that would be particularly useful for that but also one thing that could be done uh if you do have either some form of illusionist or just like a sketch artist or painter of some sort just having a picture of a criminal is also a relatively new thing so again going back to like the old-timey idea of like the sketch of someone on the wanted poster so how detailed you want to go with that is again up to you as a dungeon master just for what suits your world so if you do want to have like photo accurate magical copies be a thing that exists you can do that if you want to have sketches you can do that if you want to just go by descriptions you could do that but that's another thing that might have some consequences if you don't have images of bounty targets well that might have again complications so if you do have someone suspected of a crime and you just describe them as, you know, tiefling, five foot ten, male, uh, wears a cloak, well, that's not exactly a super detailed description, and it is more than a little likely that you might accidentally corner the wrong individual. So having caught the wrong person for a bounty could also be something that you as a dungeon master can use for an interesting story again just having any form of bounty system in your world can be a very powerful arrow in the dm quiver of just a lot of different angles to take for telling their story so whether that is just from the simple anyone can post a bounty up to you know a multinational guild where everyone cooperates just for the sake of renegades bounties offer a great opportunity for dungeon masters just to create a particular feel for whatever they want for such in their DD world thanks for listening to this episode of riffs and rules please leave us a review and give us five stars on itunes also support us on patreon at patreon.com slash podcast Tier start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to a monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Find us on social media on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, and you can send us an email, riftsandrules at gmail.com. That's riffs, A-N-D, rules at gmail.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 